Hey, this is Flip Gordon. You're listening to City Wrestling Radio Podcast. What's going on, everybody? This is City Wrestling Radio, and this, this is the Raw Review. I'm your host, Corey Smith, live in the Diamond Studio all by myself today. I don't have any co-host. Um, everyone's out sick today, unfortunately. That's why we were we were out last week due to midterms. Unfortunately, you, as the City Wrestling Radio universe, you know that we haven't been keeping up with live shows, and we are, we are deeply sorry for that. But the good thing is that I'm going to power through today's episode all alone, as as much as you might hate that, uh, um, all by myself. So let's see what we got. Uh, let's get into some news. Talk about Monday Night Raw because that's what the Raw review is all about. Talking about Monday Night Raw from last night from Boston, Massachusetts. Going to talk about some news though. News in pro wrestling. A lot of stuff going on. Um, but guys, before I get into it, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe uh, at CWR four and five Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Um, guys, check us out on YouTube because we have a lot of new stuff, a lot of new content on YouTube, updated weekly now. A brand new uh, show called <clears throat> a brand new show called the NorCal Wrestling Roundup, where I give you guys information on where to go each week to see live professional wrestling. I actually just up, I'm going to upload a new episode tomorrow afternoonish. I'm hoping, yeah, something like that. Uh, but tomorrow for sure new episode um give you guys results each week on where to go but guys i need your help with that show because i need you guys to to check in with me let me know uh, if you guys go to an indie wrestling show i want to know all about it i want to know about your experiences i want i want to hear basically i want to hear your reviews because it's all about the fans letting us know what they thought um well not us i'm not a promoter i wish i was a promoter no i mean i don't know would you guys want to be a promoter I don't know if I would want to be a promoter. It sounds like a hard job now that I think about it. I like just going to events, but working events, you know, especially at that capacity, you're really sitting up, making sure everyone's coming on time, making all the matches, making, you know, it's just, it's a lot of work. Um, You know, I I just rather sit back. There's some things I'd rather just sit back and enjoy. Wrestling, I think, is one of them. Uh, And guys, also... Check us out on SoundCloud.com slash City Wrestling Radio. Also, across a plethora of other fine podcast delivery applications, including iTunes, Google, Stitcher, CastBox, and many, many more. Guys, let's get right into it. Let's get into some news from this week, uh, because we do have one new addition to the uh, to the WWE Hall of Fame that was announced yesterday. Guys, it's going to be the one, the only... That's right. It's the Hart Foundation. Hart Foundation is going to be inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame as a tag team, and uh, it's good to see Jim the Anvil Nightheart finally get his moment um, moment in the sun. It's unfortunate that it had to it had to come kind of like this. It seems like it's it's coming right off the heels of his the passing, and I wish he could have been alive to see himself go in. You know, it's it's unfortunate that he had to pass uh, in order for this to happen but um regardless they are in the hall of fame now and the heart foundation will uh, go forward i kind of want to see the the full heart family in there owen hart get him in there eventually um, along with jimmy hart and everyone you know british bulldog um i don't know it's one of those things like i know there's a lot of legal situation with owen hart's wife um let me turn that down uh, oh that's just still gonna play Okay, I'm, uh, there we go. 
Um, you know, I want to see Owen Hart in there because Owen Hart's a big part of the Hart family and the Hart dynasty. And it's it's a shame that he's not in there, especially that he p- passed in the ring. And yeah. Yeah. So congratulations to the Hart Foundation. That's uh, Jim the Anvil, Nightheart, and Bret Hart, who's now in the Hall of Fame twice. He's a two-time, two-time Hall of Famer now. Congratulations. Um, there's actually a lot of tweets going out about this uh, yesterday. Um, let me pull some up. Triple H says, Hey, the bedrock of the Hart family in the WWE and one of the most innovative, hard-hitting, and accomplished tag teams in history of all of the business. Congratulations, at Brit Hart and Jim the Edwin Knight Hart. The Hart Foundation for being inducted into the class of 2019. Uh, uh, Beth Copeland, also known as Beth Phoenix, went on to saying, Natty and I lost our dads five weeks apart late last year. This journey has been so meaningful to the both of us, and watching the Hart Foundation be announced for the WWE Hall of Fame was so emotional because I know our dads uh, were there with us all. Oh. You know, it's, it's, I, I know what it's like. I lost my father about 15, 12, uh, 2007, 12 years ago. Jesus Christ. Yeah, so uh, Trish, Stratus also, Trish Stratus also went on to say, happy to see some Canadian flavor come to the WWE Hall of Fame this year. Um, the induction of the Hart Foundation. Congrats, Bret Hart and Jim. Um, then we also went on Tegan Knox. Heck yeah! Absolutely. Happy that the Hart Foundation is heading into the Hall of Fame. Um, and let's see, one more, uh, here we go, from Bully Ray, you know, one half of the Dudley Boys, uh, one of my favorite tag teams, and long overdue, and long overdue induction, I worked with Anvil when I was a young boy, he beat me up and educated me, wouldn't have it any other way, congrats to the Hart Foundation, oh, and, uh, yeah, let's see, what did, uh, let's see, what did Natty say, I'm pulling all this stuff up on Twitter, um, because I think Natty, um, let's see, um, if she, you know, she was in Monday Night Raw last night too. She had a match with Sasha Banks, and you know, we'll we'll get there for sure. Um, let's see. Um, yeah, a lot of uh, let's see, Beth. Let's see. Da-da-da. The story is so beautiful. <clears throat> wow. No, it's just a lot of stuff on Natty just retweeting. And, you know, I'm sure she's just she's super proud of her father. Uh, nothing set in stone. I didn't see anything. For sure on her Twitter that she posted about the um, induction of her father, but I'm sure she's super proud, especially since you know she'll probably come out, she'll probably induct him, uh, induct the Hart Foundation with you know wearing the jacket that she usually does the oversized, beautiful jacket that was her father's. Um, yeah, so let's go on to um, let's go on to our next piece of news. Let's see what else we got today. <clears throat> we do have. Um, Let's see. Oh, Conor McGregor, he's retiring apparently, but who cares about him? <laughs> because it's not wrestling. I'm not going to talk about something I don't know about. I don't know about UFC. I'm not going to talk about it. So let's move on. Um, four Lucha Underground wrestlers have been granted their releases after filing a lawsuit over their contracts. Lucha Central reported late last night, um, this is late, yeah, late Monday night, that El Hijo de Fantisma, um, Ivasel, Joey Ryan, and Thunder Rosa, oh, congratulations, Thunder Rosa, uh, who were involved in a class action lawsuit against Baba C Productions and the El Rey Network, were immediately released and became free agents as a part of the settlement. The class action lawsuit and Fatisma's separate lawsuit has also been dropped as a part of the agreement. Lucha Central note, noted that the El Texano Jr. withdrew 
his uh, lawsuit prior to the settlement and is expected to remain in AAA. Uh, wow, so <clears throat> congratulations, especially to uh, to all of these competitors. But, you know, I, it's good to see Joey Ryan finally get out of that Lucha Underground contract. He's been held up so long in it. He's been doing, you know, he's making, he did what he can. He did a lot of what he could with the contract. And I think he did a lot. He really made a name for himself all around the world. Um, but now that he's a free agent, you know, you know, it's good to see where he goes, maybe signed to AEW. I know they're looking for a librarian. Um, I, I'm going to say, though, sign Joey Ryan, not as a librarian, just sign Joey Ryan to AEW and get Richard Schneery from Hood Slam. Check him out. He's the perfect librarian. He's That's pretty much his, it's already like a shush, be quiet gimmick. So Richard Schneery, librarian, Joey Ryan as the um, guy who gets kicked out of the library. There we go. Uh, Joey Ryan did post to his Twitter last night. He says, it's official. I am now a free agent, free from any contracts, free from any bosses, free from any restrictions. The last few years of my career haven't been without highlights, being featured in major media outlets, becoming a top seller at Pro Wrestling Tees, shocking the world at All In, main eventing at the Cal Palace, a role on Glow, the television show on Netflix, uh, the growth of bar wrestling, but now it honestly feels like I have a new lease on my direction and where I'm going in pro wrestling. Most of my accomplishments have been fan-driven due to the overwhelming support I have received, so I just wanted to take a moment to thank all of my fans who have accompanied me on this journey so far and hope to see you all, or hope to see you will continue on with the adventure with me. So it's good, like I said, it's good to see Joey Ryan get out of his Lucha Underground contract and move on. And as we will do, we will move on as well. Let's move on to another piece of news. Joan Jett. That's right. The 1980s rock star, the one who does, uh, you know, um, with a bad reputation, uh, also known as Ronda Rousey's theme song, is going to be live, performing live at WrestleMania, at WrestleMania 35. So it was broken the other day that the well i mean i guess that should have been our top piece of news today that the women will be main eventing wrestlemania they better not try to pull a wwe uh, bait and switch <clears throat> you know card subject to change uh and try to say well it's one of three main events but it's going on second to last or in the middle of the show that's that's bullshit i'm sorry it is i'm not going to hold back my my bs words because it is you know you can't sit there and put that you know, all out media outlets and then try to do that. I'm not saying that they are, but um, it was <clears throat> it was broken that uh, they're all going to be in the main event, Ronda Rousey, Charlotte Flair, and Becky Lynch. So the main event of this year's WrestleMania, this is all um, per Wrestling Observer or figure4wrestling.com. Uh, the main event of this year's WrestleMania will include a live performance by Joan Jett. WWE announced that Joan Jett will perform Bad Reputation as Ronda Rousey makes her entrance to the ring. On Twitter, it's breaking. At Joan Jett will perform at WrestleMania at MetLife Stadium. Jett will play her hit song, Bad Reputation, as the WWE Women's Champion Ronda Rousey makes her ring entrance and defends her title at the main event against WWE Superstar, hashtag Becky Lynch WWE, and hashtag, or sorry, not hashtag, at Miss Charlotte W. Miss Charlotte, that's her Twitter handle, Miss Charlotte WWE. That's a weird, just, how about just Charlotte WWE? I don't know. Miss Charlotte WWE just seems a little random to me. Um, so it's going to be good to see what happens with that. I mean, it'll be fun. Joan Jett's cool. I think she's badass. You know, she's 
like from the 80s and yeah i don't know you know i'm not too familiar with like i know who joan jet is but if you ask me to start listing multiples like oh god did she do love is a battlefield no i don't know but you know it's it's gonna be fun to see her you gotta have someone who are we gonna have to do becky's theme song oh, yeah, that's gonna be great seeing becky's entrance at mania oh man irish flag irish flags everywhere and the man oh all right i'm just being weird now all right let's move on to monday night raw uh kicked off from boston massachusetts last night uh ronda rousey in ring promo she comes out to the ring the crowd um early on starts chanting we want becky uh rousey says for the first time the women are main eventing wrestlemania to a sea of boos um you know i think everyone kind of they were booing her at first and then once they kind of realized what she was saying they're like boo oh oh i mean that's cool yeah we, we still don't like you rousey but that's cool main women main eventing that's awesome um she then she says i have one more thing to say you're welcome she drops the mic she walks away uh but before she leaves the ring she walks back and picks up the mic again she i actually have one more thing to say uh she says she's gonna make charlotte and becky both tap at wrestlemania drops the mic and walks away comes back and says oh i have actually one more thing to say i don't know what this beat the clock challenge is uh it's probably one of your bs gimmicks let's get this farce over with because tonight we have scheduled a beat the clock challenge with charlotte um charlotte flair becky lynch and ronda rousey going against the riot squad one person per uh one-on-one each person so the first match was sarah logan versus ronda rousey the second match was charlotte flair versus ruby Riot, and the third match Liv morgan versus becky lynch and whoever wins the match the fastest hey wins the match the fastest there's no real rhyme or reason for this happening it just is like that's it's kind of dumb when you think about it. I, I just started thinking about it. that's really freaking dumb because there's like I would have just been like, nah, I'm good. Like, I'm just going to rest up for mania because especially since Charlotte, like they're all talking like, oh, these women have to try to beat what happened to the person like Charlotte technically lost her part and nothing happened to her. So. I don't know. And then the whole thing in the beginning of the the promo where Rousey's like trying to leave the ring, but she has a beat the clock challenge. So why is she trying to leave the ring? Dude, it's beyond me sometimes. It's it's WWE booking. She's still I I don't know. I just can't wait to see Rousey off my television screen because she's just she's getting annoying. Like her her talking with these monotone promos sometimes, it just it feels it's disingenuous. And I don't, I just, I don't like it anymore, especially since, I don't know, they're, they're trying to blur the line with this whole fake thing, like the whole, oh, this gimmick beat the challenge, beat the clock challenge, it's a farce, like, dude, come on, just, like, you can sit there and say, like, I can kick anyone's ass, but when you start saying, like, things are fake repeatedly, it just, I don't know, I'm just beating a dead horse with this one. Um, Let's see, out comes, uh, out comes the Riot Squad, they come out to the ring, then out comes Becky Lynch. Becky said, no one gave a damn about Ronnie before the man was involved. Both you and I know this how this will end, Ronnie, at Mania with your title above my head and your skull under my foot. And then out comes Charlotte Flair. Charlotte said, this isn't because of six months of Ronda Rousey or Becky Lynch. This is because of six years of Charlotte Flair. Woo! And, uh, yeah, so, or a few years of Charlotte. <clears throat> it hasn't been six, has it? Let's see. 
2013. I mean, fuck. I mean, NXT? Yeah, I can see that. Um, but so Ronda Rousey versus Sarah Logan was the first match in the Beat the Clock Challenge. This is a really quick match. Uh, Logan runs runs away from Ronda Rousey, trying to wear her down, running in and out of the ring, around the ring twice, back into the ring, a dropkick to Ronda Rousey, inverted cloverleaf to Rousey, Superman punch to Sarah Logan, armbar, submission, and the win. Ronda Rousey sets the clock at a minute and 25 seconds. Then we have Charlotte Flair versus uh, Ruby Riot in the next part of the Beat the Clock Challenge. And see, this is what I don't get. There's no stakes. It's not like Ruby Riot was added to this ma- to the main event at Mania. So we have Charlotte versus Ruby Riot. Uh, Big Boot misses Ruby. Charlotte gets Charlotte gets caught up in the ropes. Ruby evades the natural selection. Figure eight to Ruby, uh, but the clock wears out and Ruby doesn't tap. And she, um, I guess she wins. I don't know if that means she won. Cause there, I don't know, I don't know, guys. Let me know at CWR four and five. Did she win or not? I need to know because, fuck, I, I in my eyes, Ruby won, and I think you know Ruby won her match, and she should get some sort of um, compensation for it. She should get a shot at the fuck at least a SmackDown Women's title. Um, then we have Becky Lynch versus Liv Morgan. But before the match, Charlotte Flair gives Becky Lynch a big boot to the outside. Uh, well, no, sorry, not to the outside. It was in the ring. And then Becky goes for a disarmor on Liv, but she reverses out of it. Becky rolls up Liv. Becky gets the win at a minute and 18 seconds. Your winner of the Beat the Clock Challenge, Becky Lynch. Um, so it's good to see uh, Becky get some. I'm just getting worried. The closer they get to Mania, the more Becky's winning. Um, it's like you're not going to have a hot streak going into Mania. And then, I don't know, it just... It, it, it makes me think that she won't win at Mania. Like, they could do that thing where Rousey... Because, okay, you have this situation where Kofi Kingston, Seth Rollins, and Becky Lynch are all going in as these babyface underdogs, especially Kofi Kingston and, and Becky Lynch. I don't see all three of them walking out of Mania champions. They could walk out as champions. I can see Seth Rollins actually winning in... Um, in Saudi Arabia, because there's another Saudi Arabia show soon after that. So it really depends on what happens. And like they could do a double pin on Rousey. What if Charlotte and Becky double pin Rousey? You know, and then they have no clear-cut winner. Like, they, all they know is Rousey's not the winner. Um, so they would have to continue their match at the next pay-per-view. I don't know. It's just... I, they, I would rather Seth not win if it was my... You know, because I'd rather have Kofi as the WWE champion and Becky as the WWE Raw Women's Champion. Um, but guys, uh, but Becky Lynch, uh, Ronda Rousey, and Charlotte Flair all were on ESPN Sports Center. Um, I actually have the clip right here. Um, let's play it. That can't get here soon enough. We are now pleased to welcome in Ronda Rousey and Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch from the WWE, the headliners of WrestleMania 35, first ever women's main event in WrestleMania history, April 7th, MetLife Stadium. Becky, let's get to WrestleMania 35. The reason you all are here, your reaction to being a headliner on the, on the grandest of all stages within your sport. Yeah, uh, I've been working towards this obsessively since I was 15 years old. Like I left home and um, traveled to, uh, to 
Canada and, and around Japan and around Europe. And um, there was a period in there where I left the business because I didn't think that this was possible. And uh, uh, but there was always part of me that that just felt like I had more to do and that I, I wanted to accomplish this dream. And even when I got signed to WWE, one of my good friends, I said to him, I said, uh, I'm going to main event WrestleMania. And he said, it's, it's good to dream, but be realistic. <laughs> and here we are. You're sort of smirking when you hear that. Is that more at the confidence at that young age or just the fact that you all are on this stage together now? No, because so many people said, you know, it, it's a huge dream. It, it, I mean, main eventing WrestleMania is the pinnacle of the women's evolution. And even two years ago, I think most people would say that's impossible. And look what the women from the past, you know, helped get us here and what we've created in the last few months and the momentum. Now we're walking into MetLife with a capacity of 80,000 people and main eventing WrestleMania. That's their reaction. Your reaction when you got, whether it was a call, the text, the tweet, the email, whatever notification it was, you're a part of this. What was your reaction? Um, well, on one hand, I was already expecting it. And on another hand, I was just really happy that it was finally certain like it it seemed like an abstract goal somewhere far in the future but when you know i came into wwe just a year ago and my goal from the very beginning is i wanted to be part of the first ever women's main event for wrestlemania it is history and it, it, it is always history when wrestlemania is involved it is history at a place that makes it on a yearly basis. WrestleMania 35, again, Sunday, April 7th, MetLife Stadium, streaming live around the world, 7 p.m. Eastern time on the WWE Network, and we have the headliners with us. Thank you for the time this morning on SportsCenter AM. All right, well, you know what that sounds, you know, it sounds like to me that Ronda, it was kind of already set up with Ronda coming into the WWE that they were gonna do this. Um, it's, you know, it sounds like Rhonda came in with, you know, the idea of this is what we're going to do. And if she really pushed for that to do that, well, then, <clears throat> Hey man, Rhonda, Rhonda's doing her thing. Then I don't know. That's just purely speculation though. I don't want you guys going out reporting that, that I said that that's pure fact. Cause you know, people do that. I'm kidding. I'm just, I'm just joshing you. I, I have all the facts anyways. Let's move on to our next segment on Monday night. Raw, <clears throat> uh, was, uh, Finn Balor. Versus Bobby Lashley and Leo Rush in a two-on-one handicap match, and a match, a rematch from a few weeks ago, when Finn Balor won the Intercontinental Championship after pinning Leo Rush. Uh, before the match, Leo Rush and Lashley stop on the ramp and rips on Balor, and for some reason, Rob Gronkowski, because you know he just retired, and uh, I guess they're trying to get w him involved in WWE. I actually thought he was going to come out at this point because Leo Rush says I can't compete because of the match. That happened with Braun Strowman last week, but my um, my replacement for this match is going to be Jinder Mahal, and that's when I thought I was like, okay, Jinder Mahal had a thing with Gronk at WrestleMania a few years ago, and so I wonder if they're going to replay that. They were in Boston, uh, but no, no Gronk. So yeah, um, Lashley and um, Jinder come down to the ring. Uh, Lashley starts the match with Finn Balor, strikes the Finn Balor. Balor tried to gain the upper hand, but the Singh brothers and Leo Rush distract Balor back from commercial break. Sling blade to Lashley. Double standing stomp to Lashley. Balor goes for a suicide dive on Jinder, but the Singh brothers get involved and stop him. Uh, Balor then throws Jinder into the Singh brothers on the outside. Suicide dive to all the men. Coup de gras to Jinder Mahal. The pin and the win. Uh, Finn Balor is now going against uh, Bobby Lashley at WrestleMania. And wow, so we're going to have like 
17 million matches. Cool. That's going to be fun. Um, guys, be prepared for all-nighters. Um, get the coffee pots brewing because WrestleMania is going to be long this year. Uh, next up, we have Elias in New York. Um, he, this was kind of the segment throughout the entire night. Elias, you know, on the streets of New York trying to, you know, promote WrestleMania and his concert at WrestleMania. I have a feeling it's going to be canceled because, you know, I think last year at New Orleans, he had a concert scheduled for the Hard Rock Cafe or where was it? It was somewhere down there in New Orleans. And he had a concert scheduled, but due to low ticket sales, they pulled him from the show or they pulled the show. So I wonder if they're going to do the same thing again this year. Uh, but he's going to have an open challenge. Uh, I'm sure, or not an open, I'm sure something like that's going to happen. Someone's going to come out and get involved. Uh, yeah, this is just him in uh, Times Square playing for the people. And there's some other guy with a guitar. And yeah. Next up, we have Alistair Black and Ricochet versus The Revival. Um, the biggest thing about this match, no more lasers for Ricochet's entrance. I'm a little bummed about that. But, hey, it is what it is. I guess WWE didn't want to keep lugging it back and forth between NXT and <clears throat> the main roster. But I think that means one thing. Ricochet is going to stay on NXT. I don't think he's going to be called up to the main roster now that I think about it. Um, they would have just brought the lasers up with them. You know, just as opposed to, I think, Triple H, hey, you know, I'm tired of, I have to put it in my carry-on bag to carry it up to each show. It's just, it's not fun. Uh, hey, Dad, uh, what do you want? Just bring it with you, son. It's fine. Uh, anyways, uh, Rico Black go right after the revival before the bell rings. Really cool spot where Rico Black uh, were whipped into one another, and Black catapults Ricochet into Scott Dawson, giving him a double flying, double stomp. Uh, Wilder and Aleister Black officially start the match. Dawson almost misses catching Black for a double knees on the outside. Kind of sloppy, actually. Uh, Revival isolating Ricochet, hot tagged Aleister Black. Black clears the ring, massive DDT to Black by Dawson. Black masks to both members of the Revival, 630 smash to Wilder. 630 splash to Wilder. And the pin and the win. How many times are Ricochet and Aleister Black going to pin the Revival in non-title matches? This is ridiculous. It needs to stop happening. Just give them the damn tag team titles. It doesn't make sense because... Okay, Mania Weekend... (sighs) <sighs> okay, that really came. So, the possibility of, you know, Ricochet and Aleister Black going after the NXT tag titles at on Friday and then Sunday going after the Raw tag team titles, it makes me think that they're going to u- start unifying tag t- or unifying belts. I don't I I don't know. I don't know. Let me know at CW4 and 5. Next up, Drew McIntyre, he comes out to the ring for an in-ring promo. He's still waiting on Roman's answer to his Mania challenge. Uh, he says he's already taken out the shield. He Then he tells Roman Reigns, but he calls him by his first name, Joe, because he says, Joe, your, your kids had to, had to watch Daddy fight for his life once we're ready. Don't make him watch a fight that you're not going to win. Like, whoa, dude, you're going to kill Roman Reigns? All right, that's a little far. It's just this whole play on the leukemia thing. Uh, yeah, I'm shaking my head just like you. You know, I'm sitting here just flabbergasted they're still doing this but hey if roman reigns is cool with it then hey whatever 
Out comes Roman. The two stare each other down. Roman accepts the challenge, but says, "Listen closely, because this is the only, this is the only time I'm going to say this. Uh, this isn't coming from Roman. Don't you ever talk about my wife and my kids again." Then Roman strikes Drew McIntyre and goes to work on him, uh, beating him up on the outside. Then McIntyre eventually getting a low blow on Roman Reigns and a Claymore kick, and that was pretty much that. McIntyre walks through the back, walks into Ambrose, who is just like kind of chill with him. He's like, "Hey, what's up, bro?" Like, you think I'm a cockroach? That's cool. Like, let's have a match later. And let's have a match later. It just, it didn't make any sense. They should have started brawling, but yeah. Uh, next up, Sasha Banks versus Natalia. Um, the sp- springboard arm drag takedown to Natalia. Surfboard to Sasha. Hurricane Rana to Natty on the outside. Banks statement reverse into a sharpshooter. And then Nia. Nia Jax and Tamina attack everyone out of nowhere. They technically get the first hit on Sasha, so she's um, she gets the win for the DQ. Uh, Beth Phoenix, though, clears house, taking out all the women and getting a glam slam on Tamina. Uh, Beth, Beth Phoenix looking good, looking damn good, and still, like, she still got it. Actually, the fans started chanting, you still got it. So I can't, I'm actually kind of starting to look forward to this match. And that was actually one thing I wanted to say about Roman and Drew McIntyre is that I'm weirdly looking forward to this Drew McIntyre um Drew McIntyre Roman Reigns uh, match because it just it seems like it seems like it's going to be a good freaking match. I I don't know. Like this is the first Roman Reigns match I'm legit excited for. Like one especially with Drew McIntyre. I don't know. I feel like there's actually some build to it, some, you know, we actually are behind Roman for once. I don't know, like, yeah, like, are you guys behind it? What do you think, you know? Let me know, at CWR4 and 5, because I need to talk to someone about this. Uh, Bailey and Sasha then, or sorry, uh, where am I? Oh, so Charlie backstage with Kurt Angle. Angle says his farewell tour, his farewell tour is on his terms, and I guess he's going to pick all his partners going forward, uh, but for some reason can't, but yeah, he picks Baron Corbin as his mania partner. I don't know. Anyways, I anything... I bet you Baron Corbin's going to get taken out early at Mania. It's going to be a surprise. Everyone's to say, hey, that's what it is. That's what it is. It's That's what's going to happen. Baron Corbin. No, it's not. Baron Corbin's not going to be at Mania this year. He's going to get taken out early, probably by Apollo Crews. Um, Charlie backstage with Angle. Baron Corbin walks up, and Baron's like, hey, you know, the fans only cheer for you because they feel sorry for you. Uh, Kurt says, screw you, and walks away. Bailey and Sasha backstage. We go to commercial, come back. Bailey and Sasha backstage with Charlie. Um, Sasha says she's down to take on anyone at Mania because, you know, that's what they do. They've actually been kind of losing lately, but I can see that they're going to retain those titles at Mania. Unless they, you know, lose them to someone at NXT, that would be fun. Like the Sky Pirates or um, who else is down there? Oh, yeah, you can't have uh, Jessamyn Duke and Marina Shafir come up yet. No, not ready. Uh, next up, we have a moment of bliss. Um, Braun, he scares. Uh, Braun Strowman, he comes out. He's in the ring. Uh, Bliss, she's talking about her hosting Mania. She's trying to patch up the differences between Colin Jost, Michael Che, and Braun Strowman. Uh, the two, you know, Colin Jost, people are ripping on the segment saying it's stupid. No, Colin Jost and Michael Che are comedic actors. They're funny. Like, if you cannot think they're funny, but you can't sit there and say this is a bad segment. Because he's like, A, Colin Jost has great comedic timing. He's a great heel. He put on that New York Yankees cap, you know, for a Boston crowd like it was nothing. Um, so long story short, uh, Colin Jost, 
He's like, oh, I want you to you know pay me back for the car, Braun. Braun wants Colin Jost to enter the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. And uh, he, Michael Che enters Colin Jost into the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. That's when Colin Jost then enters Michael Che. So, so we have three participants now for the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Three. And that's Braun Strowman, which is a good start. And two actors. Oh, okay. Sure. It it does okay, like I you know what? And I could see them nobody win. I don't I can see Braun losing this match. I could see Colin Jost and Michael Che losing this I mean, of course they're gonna lose this match. Um it's gonna be a Drew Carey like situation back at Royal Rumble nineteen ninety something where he came out to the ring and Kane, he tried to bribe Kane, uh, but that's when Drew Carey eliminated himself. Um, but, you know, it makes sense. That it, it makes no sense, actually. I don't know why I said that. It makes no sense why they're doing this. They're just trying to promote the New York City, and I know SNL has a lot of ties with New York City. Um, they're kind of a staple of New York City, and it just it sucks that Braun's kind of relegated to big show big show roles you know he's just he's gonna what he'll start being on tv shows because he's big and buff and yeah he's buff and he's the stuff um then Elias he's uh we cut back to Elias back in New York and he's uh again he's ripping on the um he's in front of Madison Square Garden yeah the which I already thought was awkward um you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So the G1 Supercard this year, the Ring of Honor New Japan Pro Wrestling Show, is happening at Madison Square Garden. Um, WWE tried to block everything from happening, but they were unsuccessful. And now Elias is front in front of the Madison Square Garden. Let's see what Elias has to say. Madison Square Garden, MSG, the world's most famous arena. Now, it's not the garden in Boston that houses a bunch of incoherent mushmouth slobs. But it is a dump nonetheless. In fact, I've sold this place out three times already. I mean, my rehearsals could sell more tickets than Billy Joel ever could. I'm just out here taking a break with some herbal tea to help out my vocal cords for when I go back in there. All right, yeah, that was pretty much... uh... Then it was uh, kind of went on to a comedic uh, segment where, you know, people are giving him quarters and money to play on the street, and but yeah, no, see, he definitely goes into rip on Madison Square Garden. Somebody's definitely uh, feeling a little sour towards that whole G1 Supercard thing, and uh, yeah, it's 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 funny, man. I think it's great that that WWE is trying. I, <laughs> it's not great. I think it's fucking hysterical, actually. I think it's it's just it's petty, but it's entertaining as hell. You know what I mean? For us to sit here and just get to watch two like big companies just get to bicker over a little crap like this, it's great. You know what else is there to be said? Next, let's say <clears throat> let's go back next to Monday Night Raw. Baron Corbin and Apollo Cruz have a match. A uh, series of strong roll ups to begin the match. Uh, Baron then catapults Apollo into a ring post. Frog splash to Corbin. End of days to Apollo. Baron Corbin gets the pin and the win after the match. Uh, Apollo gets another end of days. So, I don't know. There's just no reason for him to win last week. Yeah, No, I know. I know. 
After this, we have Seth Rollins, an in-ring promo. Uh, Rollins wants to be a champion and inspire people because, you know, apparently Brock Lesnar doesn't inspire anybody. And, you know, I'm sure there's some, like, bully in, like, Minnesota somewhere who's just like, I'm just so angry all the time. Like, I just want everything for myself. And, you know, just some, like, really selfish bully who's just like, Brock Lesnar's my hero. I don't know. I just, that's what, that's like, okay, who is the bully from A Christmas Story? Like, kind of like the redhead, yeah, the redhead kid from A Christmas Story. Think of him. Uh, he comes out, to, then eventually he says, together we will march up to Suplex City and burn da- and burn it down. Uh, that's when Paul Heyman comes out. Um, so Paul Heyman comes out and says, oh, thank you for you know letting us know that Brock is now in a handicap match against you and the WWE Universe. Trying to get me invested. I, got, I see what you're trying to do there. Um, he goes on to kind of do his Paul Heyman thing. Seth Rollins does his Seth Rollins thing. And Paul Heyman leaves, walks away. Seth Rollins walks up the ramp and kind of chases him. That's when Paul falls down in uh, in, a, in in fear. And uh, Seth just kind of uh, laughs and walks away. So it's, um, he says, because, okay, so Paul Heyman says, like, you're looking for an apology. Or, I don't know. I, can't, I didn't write that down. Sorry. Sorry. And I thought out. Anyways, then we have Kurt Angle versus Samoa Joe, a match that we were all really excited for. Uh, before the match, Joe says he wants to put Kurt Angle to sleep one more last time before he retires. And this is actually kind of a crappy match. Uh, Kurt Angle running around, getting winded early. He just doesn't look good out there anymore. I don't know. Um, we have a headbutt to Angle to start the match. Call back to the, one of their TNA matches where Kurt Angle gave him a headbutt in their first match, I believe, in TNA. Uh, suicide dive to Kurt Angle, and then we get a German to the Samoan. German suplexes to Samoa Joe. Angle slam to Samoa Joe. A kick out. Scoop slam to Angle. Sloppy missile drop kick. Like literally the sloppiest missile drop kick. Probably like if I was able to actually do a missile drop kick, that's how sloppy. Like I'd be really like I did it, guys, and I'd be like, yeah, you did, but did you? Uh, Joe locks in the coquina clutch. Then Angle does the, you know, the reverse out of it into a pin and pins Samoa Joe. So, hey, there you go, Angle. You're, you're getting your, your way out of the door, but on your terms, sure. Sounds good. Next up, we have Triple H for an in-ring promo. First off, he congratulates Becky, Charlotte, and Rousey on their main event at Mania. Um, Trip said, uh, things, things like that make me happy, but things like this don't make me happy. And then pulls out a letter. Uh, making a joke because he can't get the leather out of his jacket. He's like, hey, I'm doing the job for this leather. Hey, 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 hey. Oh, you like dad jokes, don't you? <laughs> the, he says the letter says Trip, uh, Batista won't compete at Mania unless um, he agrees to Batista's terms. He makes fun of Batista a long time. He says, you, you always try to get out of um, fighting me. You always try to get out. You quit the WWE when it wasn't on your terms. Um, Trip said he would. He's only now obsessed with kicking Batista's ass. Trips says he will put his career because that's what Batista really wants. He wants him to put his career on the line. And Triple H agrees. He does this whole joke. He says, oh, "What's the letter say?" It says, give, "Batista says give him what he wants when he really, really wants." He really, what a what a what a what a zig 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 So I was a huge Spice Girls fan back in the day, which is really weird. I know. But hey, and now that's why I'm so fabulous, right? Hey. Uh, next up, Elias back in New York. Uh, he gets robbed. Yeah, Elias gets robbed. No, he has a bunch of money in his guitar case, and then somebody like runs away with it, but he doesn't care because he has a bunch of money. So 
then we get our main event of the evening. Drew McIntyre versus Dean Ambrose in a last man standing match. Uh, Ambrose tossed into the barricade early on. Kendo shots to Dean Ambrose as he's coming off the rope. More kendo uh, strikes to Ambrose. Catapult to Ambrose into the um, into the from under re- the from under regions of the ring. Uh, then we have uh, steel chair shot to Ambrose. Dirty deeds to McIntyre, um, but he uh, he gets out of it. Am- or sorry, he gets a dirty deeds, but oh, he gets up. That's what it's last man standing match. But he gets up. Um, Ambrose sets up a table, sidewalk slam, smashing Ambrose through the table. As soon as Ambrose is up, he falls down to a Claymore kick. And your winner of the last man standing match is Drew fucking McIntyre. Drew Galloway, what are you going to do, you sissy boy? You just, you can't do it anymore. Dean, Dean, what are you doing? So... It's um, like I said, I'm really looking forward to this Roman Reigns Drew McIntyre match at Mania, and yeah. But guys, that was Monday Night Raw. That's all I got today. My voice is hoarse. I am really sorry. I powered through this as much as I can. Um, I think we are on. How many minutes are we on here? Because I know I do like somewhat of pre. Holy crap! More than thirty minutes of me just talking. Uh, guys, I you know Michael, if you're out there, you're gonna have to hold this beat this smack it down tomorrow. I'll be on it for sure, but hold it down for me, brother. Anyways, guys, I'm gonna get out of here. No more birthday segments on the show. I'm sorry. I know if you really want it, let me know. Um, I'm gonna transition that into the Instagram account eventually. Uh, but guys, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe at CWR4 and Five Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And I'm gonna go get some herbal tea because my voice is sounds like shit right now. Guys, have a wonderful evening, and I'll see you tomorrow. Bye.